0: Welcome once again to Exploring the Scriptures presentation of the Old Testament with Dr. Ron Bartholomew. Here is Dr. Bartholomew.
1: Hi folks. Today we're going to be doing Isaiah 48-54, the gathering of Israel and the coming of the Messiah. Before we start, I just want to thank my friends, David and Bill, for their help doing these productions every week. It's quite a Chore, but we're doing it for you, and we hope that it is a blessing to your life. As um, so we talk about the importance of Isaiah 48 to 54, all these chapters are quoted in their entirety in the Book of Mormon, except chapter 52, which is quoted in seven instead the Book of Mormon. Chapter 48 is quoted in verse 20. Chapter 49 is quoted in verse 21 chapter 50 is quoted in 75 7 Isaiah 51 is quoted in five eight. Isaiah 52 is quoted multiple times throughout the book of Mormon. Isaiah 53 is quoted of course in Mosea 14 and Isaiah 54 is quoted in 35:22. 22 so the fact that all of these chapters are quoted throughout the book of Mormon is evidence that to Nephi at least these were important chapters and they talk a lot about the messiah so we'll we'll talk about them one at a time here first i want to talk about isaiah 53 which is mosiah 14 the ultimate prophecy of jesus christ in mosiah one to four 14 verses one to two it says the following
0: mosiah chapter 14 verses one and two Yea, even doth not Isaiah say, Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him.
1: President Joseph Smith wrote, Did not Christ grow up as a tender plant? There was nothing about him to cause people to single him out. In appearance, he was like man. So, as expressed here by the prophet, that he had no form of That is, he was not so distinctive, so different from others that people would recognize him as the Son of God. He appeared as a mortal man. Mosiah 14 3 10.
0: Mosiah chapter 14 verses 3 through 10. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are sealed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquities of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgressions of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, because he hath done no evil, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand.
1: This prophecy was fulfilled in the life of Jesus Christ. He experienced tragedy and sorrow throughout his life. Memories of his Messiah first. In John 7 5, it says, For neither his brethren believed in him. His brethren didn't believe in him. People in his own town side is set to kill him. In Luke 4, we, we read about him teaching at the synagogue. and we will take him and turn to throw him off the hill, but he escapes. His kingdom and the Jews rejected his messianic calling. In John 1, verse 11, we read the following. He came into his own, and his own received him not. One friend betrayed him, another denied knowing him. In Luke 22:48, 48, we read. But Jesus said him, Judas, betrayest the Son of Man with a kiss? We know he did. Another denied knowing him. In 50, 54, it says, verse 54. They took him and led him to the high priest's house, and Peter followed afar off. We know from reading these verses that Peter denied him three times. In the end, all that his disciples were and fled. Matthew twenty-five fifty-six says the following: "But all this was done that the scripture might be fulfilled." For then for the, all that his disciples were and fled. All that his disciples were and fled. His enemies demanded his crucifixion. In 27.22 it says the following, And Pilate said unto them, What shall I do with Jesus? that Jesus called Christ? And they said to him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil have they done? But they cried to him, saying, Let him be crucified. When Jesus stood before Pilate, the governor of Judea, he was accused by the chief priests and elders of many evil things, but he answered nothing in return. It said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou many things they I swear against thee? But Jesus held his peace and answered in the reward, and to the governor marvel greatly. In fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy, as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so Jesus opened not his mouth. While it was yet early in the morning, the soldiers in, the, in, in charge of Jesus brought him from Caiaphas to the high priest, and held him Pilate's residence. Later, at the time of the crucifixion, Jesus' crossed the place between two women who were thieves. After his death on the cross, Joseph of Arimathea, a rich man, went to Pilate and begged for permission to marry Jesus. Jesus, Jesus Joseph laid the body and new too much he had seen out of the rock. An examination of these accounts shows that the remarkable detail in which Isaiah foretold told the to Savior's arrest, trial, death, and burial was very accurate. Later, Abinadi explains Mosiah 14, 8-10. In Mosiah 1510 10-13, quoting Isaiah 15, 10 he says the following.
0: Mosiah chapter 14, 8-10. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no evil neither was any deceit in his mouth yet it pleased the lord to bruise him he hath put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the lord shall prosper in his hand isaiah chapter 53 verses 8 through 10 he was taken from prison and from judgment And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he hath done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, and he hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands.
1: In Mosiah 15, verses 10 to 13, Abinadi explains those verses. This is what he says And now I say unto you, Who shall declare his generation? Behold, I say unto you, that when his soul has been made an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. And now I say, ye, who shall be his seed? What a great question. But I say unto you that whosoever has heard the words of the prophets, yea, all the holy prophets, who have prophesied concerning the coming of the Lord, I say unto you that all those who have hearkened into their words and believed that the Lord had received our his people have looked down forward to the day for remission of their sins. I say unto you, they are his seed. They are, they are the heirs of the kingdom of God. For these are they whose sins he has borne, These are they to whom he has died, to redeem them from their transgressions, and are they not not his seed? Yea, and not the prophets only, but everyone who who has opened his mouth to the prophecy does not fall into transgression. I mean all the holy prophets, ever since the Lord I say unto you, they are his seed. 13 22 is a better translation of Isaiah 54. The only full chapter the Lord quotes. See verses 7, 8, and then verse 17
0: verses 7 and 8 and 17 for a small moment have i forsaken thee but with great mercies will i gather thee in the little wrath i hid my face from thee for a moment but with everlasting kindness will i have mercy on thee saith the lord thy redeemer no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper And every tongue that shall revile against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord.
1: Oh, how glorious and grand is the Savior's keeping of his commandments with the children of Israel. He is so mighty to save, and so willing to bless us with all the blessings of his that he has intended for all of those who follow the Lord. Isaiah forty eight is quoted in first twenty. It talks about our commandance with the Lord. In Isaiah forty eight to fifty-one, the Lord contrasts his absolute faithfulness to Israel with their inconsistency in keeping his commandments. He talks about Israel in verses one to two, eight and two eighteen.
0: Isaiah chapter forty-eight, verses one and two and eight. Hear ye this, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel, and are come forth out of the waters of Judah, which swear by the name of the Lord, and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth nor in righteousness. For they call themselves of the holy city, and stay themselves upon the God of Israel, the Lord of hosts, is his name. Yea, and thou heart. Yea, thou heardest not. Yea, thou knewest not. Yea, from the time that thine ear was not opened. For I knew that thou wouldst deal very treacherously, and wast called a transgressor from the womb.
1: And then in verse, Isaiah, and then in, uh, verse 18 it says, Oh, that thou hast hearkened unto my commandments. Then thy peace is as the river, and thy richness is as the waves of the sea. The Lord here bemoans the fact fact that He's given Israel everything and they have not stayed faithful to Him. They've had the the gospel and everything else, but they have not stayed faithful. The Lord talks about His promises to them in verses 3 5, 9 to 11, 17 and 20 to 21. Verses 3 through 5, 9 through 11, chapters, verse 17 and verses 20 through
0: 21. I have declared the former things from the beginning and they went forth out of my mouth and i shewed them and i did them suddenly and they came to pass because i knew that thou art obstinate and thy neck is an iron sinew and thy brow brass i have even from the beginning declared it to thee before it came to pass i shewed it to thee lest thou should say mine idol hath done them And my graven image and my molten image hath commanded them. For my name's sake will I defer mine anger, and for my praise will I refrain for thee, that I cut thee not off. Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. For mine own sake, even for mine own sake, will I do it. For how should my name be polluted? and I will not give my glory unto another. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldst go. Go ye forth of Babylon, flee from the Chaldeans, with a voice of singing declare ye, this, tell this, utter Yet even to the ends of the earth. Say ye, the Lord hath redeemed his servant Jacob. And they thirsted not when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them, and he clave the rock also, and the waters gushed out.
1: The beauty of these scriptures is simply this despite our iniquities and our inadequacies. The Lord has saved us and He has blessed us, and He will make us great in the house of Israel. I am a member of the house of Israel. I received my patriarchal blessing when I was 18 years old. I'm in the term of it's No Surprise of Ephraim. I know that the, the, these prophecies apply to me. The summary, of course, is in verse 22.
0: Isaiah chapter 48, verse 22. There is no peace, saith the Lord, unto the wicked.
1: I love the words the book won't add to this. And now standing this, he hath done all this and greater also, there is no peace of the Lord the wicked. Now he has done this and even greater, there is no peace unto the wicked. So my friends, as we live in the last days, it's our opportunity to look at these prophecies of Isaiah in reality and realize that there is no peace to the wicked. It's time for us to keep our covenants and to keep them well. The next chapter... Two, the Lord promises to Israel his promises to Israel remain intact despite their inconsistencies verses 1 to 3 have a dual meaning
0: <speaking in Spanish> Isaiah chapter 9 verses 1 through 3 listen O isles unto me and hearken ye people from far the Lord hath called me from the womb from the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name and he hath made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand hath he hid me, and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver hath he hid me, and said unto me, Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified.
1: In 1st 2, the, the Lord says, And he who has actually any if I had read these things, which were given upon the place of brass, my brethren who came to me and said unto me, with these things have said, rather, it should be verse 20, should be 21. And again, hearken, all ye house of Israel, ye that are broken and are driven out because of the wickedness of the peasants of my people. Yea, all ye that are broken off, that are scattered rod, who are the people of house of Israel, all the isles, and hearken unto me, you people from afar, those coming from the womb. He the bow of my mother, he hath made mention of my name. He hath made my mouth like a sharp sword, and in the shadow of his hand he hath hid me, and made me a polished shaft, and in his glory he hath hid me. Sending down my servant, on whom I will be glorified. These verses have dual meaning. They're talking about the house of Israel in general, but they're also talking about Joseph Smith as a polished shaft in verse 2. I like to read to you what it says in DNC and c 88:86, verses 8 to 9. Therefore, though the saints, the Lord, and the priesthood continue to the lineage of your fathers, for your lawful letters according to the flesh, have been hid from the world in Christ in God. Therefore, your life and priesthood remained in rest, and remain to you and your lineage until the restoration of all things, for the birth the, the Holy Ghost still began. Joseph Smith is the one of the, the poly shepherd in verse two. He said, Joseph said, quote, I am like a huge rough stone rolling down from a high mountain. The only place I get is when in some corners of the road get off by coming into contact with something else, striking with accelerated force against religious bigotry, bigotry, priestcraft, lawyercraft, doctorcraft, lying editors, subordinate judges, jurors, and the authority of perjured purge- executives. Back, black, black, black in my mobs, blasphemers, like, licentious, and crooked men and women. All hell knocking off a corner here and a corner there. Thus I will become a smooth and polished shift in the cover of the Almighty, who will give me dominion over all, and every one of them, when their refuge lies, shall fall, and their hiding place shall be destroyed, while well, these smooth polished shows good, so I come into contact with become marred. Promises of the Lord's favorableness to Israel. Again, this should be chapter 21, not to 22, verses 8 to 10.
0: Isaiah chapter 49, verses 8 through 10. Thus saith the Lord, In an acceptable time have I heard thee, and in a day of salvation have I helped thee, and I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of the people to establish the earth, to cause to inherit the desolate heritages that thou mayest say to the prisoners, Go forth to them that are in darkness. Show yourselves. They shall feed in the ways, and their pasture shall be in all high places. They shall not hunger nor thirst, neither shall the heat of the sun smite them. For he that hath mercy on them shall lead them. Even by the springs of water shall he guide them.
1: What great promises the Lord has promised in these verses? Verse in these verses he says that he will show us all the right places to go, and he will save us in the last days. Verses fourteen to sixteen it says
0: Isaiah chapter forty nine, sorry. Verses fourteen through sixteen. But Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. Can a woman forget her suckling child? that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb yea they may forget yet will i not forget thee behold i have graven thee upon the palms of my hand thy walls are continually before me
1: here the lord explains that even if a, even if a mother could forget her own child which is very difficult but if a mother could do it the lord will not forgive us because he will have us as he says Graving in the palms of his hands, and his walls continue before him. The faithfulness of the Lord to us here is seen as we see how he treats the house of Israel, verse 19 to 21. Isaiah chapter 49,
0: verses 19 through 21. For thy waste and thy desolate places, and the land of thy destruction, shall even now be too narrow by reason of the inhabitants. And they that swalloweth thee up shall be far away. The children which thou shalt have, after thou hast lost the other, shall say again in thine ears, The place is too straight for me. Give place to me that I may dwell. Then shalt thou say in thine heart, Who hath begotten me this, seeing I have lost my children, and am desolate, a captive, and removing to and fro. And who hath brought up these? Behold, I was left alone. These where had they been?
1: The great promise here is that in the last days the Lord will raise up the house. so great that the, the the Abraham will look and say where did all these kids come from? I've been thinking about this a lot lately and you remember that Abraham and Sarah only had one child of the covenant, Isaac Yet their descendants are so great they can't count them all. That's the promise of the Lord to the house of Israel. Then verses 22 and 23, it says, Isaiah chapter 49, verses 22 and
0: 23. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will lift up mine hand to the Gentiles and set upon my standard to the people, and they shall bring thy sons in their arms, and thy daughters shall be carried upon their shoulders. And kings shall be thy nursing fathers, and their queens thy nursing mothers. And they shall bow down to thee with their face toward the earth, and lick up the dust of my feet, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord, for they shall not be ashamed to wait for me.
1: That was some beautiful background music. Appreciate that very much. As the Lord talks about how hell... He is standing to the people, and he'll bring uh, them up and by the queens, the, father, the, the kings with the nursing fathers and queens and nursing mothers. As we see that the Lord has been very gracious to the hospital and has blessed them and brought them up in the last days. Verse 25 and 26. Isaiah chapter 49,
0: verses 25 and 26 but thus saith the lord even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and thy prey of the terrible shall be delivered for i will contend with him that contendeth with thee and i will save thy children and i will feed them that oppress thee with their own flesh and they shall be drunken with their own blood as with sweet wine and all flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am thy Savior and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob.
1: It's no surprise then that Nephi would quote this entire chapter in First Nephi because it talks with the promises the Lord has made to us as well. Despite our lack of faithfulness, the Lord will save us in a mighty, mighty way. As I've th- reflected upon our situation in the last days, my friends, I can see the Lord's promises revealed here. As we have grown... To great numbers, we're safe in in the valley of the mountains, and we're, we're enjoying the blessings of the Lord on a daily basis. How wonderful it is to be with the house of Israel, how wonderful it is to be one of the God's chosen people. In you know, Isaiah 51, 2nd 7-8, the Lord says the following.
0: 2nd Nephi chapter 7 verse 1. Yea, for thus saith the Lord, have i put thee away or have i cast thee off forever for thus saith the lord where is the bill of your mother's divorcement to whom have i put thee away or to which of my creditors have i sold you yea to whom have i sold you behold for your iniquities have ye sold yourselves and for your transgressions is your mother put away
1: again it's not the Lord it's us to our comes with the Lord because of that when we do we sell ourselves and and our, for our traditions are put away but in verse 6 seven the living here says despite this he's still faithful to us he's still faithful to us verse six, seven he says second Nephi chapter seven verses
0: six and seven. I gave my back to the smiter, and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed.
1: In all the worry and wonder we have of whether the Lord will be faithful us, in these chapters, the Lord makes it very clear that no matter what we do, he'll still be faithful to us. It amazes me, my friends, that there are so many Latter-day Saints that feel bad, continually feel bad for their transgressions even after they repent of them. If they need to read these Isaiah chapters when and realize that the Savior is so faithful to us. No matter what we do, he will be with us to the end. He says in 2 7, Nephi chapter 7, 10-11. 2
0: Nephi 7. Verses ten and eleven Who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness and hath no light? Behold, all ye that kindle fire, that compass yourselves about with sparks, walk in the light of your fire, and in the sparks which ye shall have kindled. This shall be my this ye shall have of mine hand. Ye shall lie down in sorrow.
1: We sever our own commandments, when we can our own light and try to walk in it. The Lord is using a very good example here as we try to, it says, as they try to kill their father, the only thing they can make was sparks. <laughs> and yet the Lord has so much light. We, we, we live in darkness when we sever our covenants with the Lord. In chapter 8, verses 7 8 and 12, says, he says the following.
0: Second Nephi chapter 8. Verses 7 and 8 and 12. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart I have written my law. Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be ye afraid of their reviling. For the moth shall eat them up like a garment, and the worm shall eat them like wool. But my righteous shall be forever, and my salvation from generation to generation. I am he, yea, I am he that comforteth you. Behold, who art thou, that thou shouldst be afraid of man, who shall die, and of the Son of man, who shall be made like unto grass.
1: Why fear men? The Lord explains in verses 7 and 8. No matter what we do, the Lord will have our back, and in verse 2 he says, Why should we be afraid of men? Why should we do anything that, that they say? As I look around and see how many people are doing things because of the fair men, it to me that the Lord was talking about to us in our day because we do so many things because of the fair man. When in reality, the Lord is with us all the way, if we'll just be with him. Today, verse to it, the Lord says the following.
0: Second to Nephi chapter 8, verse 22. Thus saith thy Lord, The Lord and thy God pleadeth the cause of his people, Behold, I have taken out of thine hand the cup of trembling, the dredges of the cup of my fury. Thou shalt no more drink it again.
1: It occurred to me that maybe one of the reasons we're having problems in the last days is because people are forgetting to read these chapters of Isaiah. Now, as soon as you say the word Isaiah, people get all nervous and afraid, and I can't understand it. But I think you're thinking right today you understand fairly well. The Lord is with us. He wants to save us. He wants to be our savior, and he doesn't care that we're not that are not perfect. He just wants us to believe in him. And that is the bottom line, my friends. Isaiah fifty-two is quoted three places in the Book of Mormon: seventy-five eight, twenty-four, twenty-five, thirty-five twenty, verses 36, thirty-six, thirty-seven, 10 thirty-one. Isaiah fifty-two one and two.
0: Isaiah chapter fifty-two, verses one and two awake awake put on thy strength o zion put on thy beautiful garments o jerusalem the holy city for henceforth there shall be shall no more come unto thee the uncircumcised and the unclean Shake thyself from the dust arise and sit down o jerusalem loose thyself from the bands of thy neck o captive daughter of zion
1: in DNC one thirteen, c 7 to 10, the Lord explains these verses and why they're, why they're in the book in three different times in different places. Let me just get there real quick. Questions by Elias Huey. What is meant by the Quentin Isaiah of his second chapter? The first verse says, Plenitude Zion, and what people the people has Isaiah reference to. He refers to those whom God has called in the last days. Who should hold the power of priesthood to bring against Zion the destiny of Israel her strength? Find the authority of the priesthood which she, Zion, has a right to by the age, also return to that power which she has lost. What do we understand by the same verse? Elias asks quote, We understand that the scattered ones are exerted to return to the Lord from whence they have fallen, which if they do, suppose the Lord is that He will speak to them and give them revelation. See the and eighth verses the and of the curses of the gods of the rest of Israel and their scattered conditions among the the Gentiles. So we see that the Lord, in his mercy, has great plans for Israel, and he plans to save them. Isaiah 52, 710 was explained by and many times in, in the book of Mormon.
0: Isaiah chapter fifty-two, verses seven and eight. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. Thy watchmen shall lift up thy voice. With the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion.
1: Here 12, Versus 20 and 25, it says the following. And it shall come to pass that one of them shall say, When we in the torches are written, which shall about this by our fathers, saying, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of human that bringeth good tidings and punishes peace, etc. And, uh, I, uh, and I explained to them, I said the, the following. Are you priests and priests? Pretend to teach people and understand the spirit of prophecy and yeah, observing all these many of these things. Chapter thirteen, he explains that a ton of the ten commandments that we have to keep all the commandments to, to listen to the Lord.
0: Isaiah chapter fifty-eight, verses eleven and twelve. Depart ye, depart ye, go ye out of from hence. Touch no unclean thing. Go ye out of the midst of her to be clean. Be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord, for ye shall not go out with haste, nor go by fight, for the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your reward.
1: The Lord explains in these verses that the bringer of good tidings is Jesus Christ, the founder of Peace. So suppose peace are the servants of the Lord who spread his word. My friends, I hope that today's study of the book of Isaiah has been enlightening to you As we've tried to show what the book of Mormon says about it These chapters recorded in the book of Mormon by Nephi and by others because they're so profound and they're so me- applicable to us in the last days Nephi saw our day and he knew that we would need to know these Isaiah chapters And the, the, the things that, that would when, when be fulfilled The thing that strikes me the most is this Despite what the world says, despite, what, despite everything that's happening in the world, if we'll stay faithful to the Lord He'll be true to us in the last days, particularly he'll be faithful to us if we try to keep our covenants. These chapters only speak about people who break with their covenants, and the Lord is still faithful to them. Uh, I, I'm assuming if they repent. Similarly, we do not keep our covenants properly, but we, we are constantly to repent. Because as long they repent, the Lord will be faithful to us, and we will stand faithful in the last days. I love these ideas chapters. I don't read them because I have to. I read them because I love them. They're quoted in the book of Mormon, and they teach us that, that simply that the Lord is faithful to us no matter, what, no matter what we do. I pray the Lord's blessings upon you as you try to keep your covenants. And as you make mistakes, I pray the Lord's mercy upon you. He will bless you and, and help you in the last days. I say in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you
0: for being with us today for another segment of Dr. Bartholomew's in-depth discussion of the Old Testament and its application to us and our lives.
1: This podcast is presented to the facilities of Golden Gems Radio. We invite you to join us on the internet at www.goldengems.net where you will find presented each week a review of the music and career of one of the great musical artists from the 40s, 50s, and 60s when music was music in the golden days of radio. We look forward to being with you next week for another discussion from the Old Testament with Dr. Bartholomew.